0: That's heritageradionetwork.org/15 to donate and enter to win today, and make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information visit corin.com. Hello, welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Akiko Tema, food writer and the director of the New York Japanese culinary academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi, iwame, ni sakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Yuichiro Murai, the 29th generation of Kojiya Sanzaemon, based in Aichi Prefecture, Japan. Koji, which is also called the National Mold of Japan, has been used to make a majority of anything delicious in Japanese cuisine, such as miso, soy sauce, sake, and shochu. In the last decades or so, koji has become a culinary keyword, especially among forward minded top chefs like Recepi of Noma in Denmark and Venezuela in Spain. Neutro's family has been selling koji products since 1390. His company's lab has 3,000 types of koji, and he and his team select the right one for each of the clients based on their knowledge and experience accumulated over the six centuries. So today, we'll discuss how Japanese and other Asian countries use koji differently, different forms of koji, and how they are used, how we can use koji in our own kitchen, novel applications of koji beyond tradition, and much, much more. But before we start, Japan Needs is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japan Needs. And please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. Now, let's start a conversation with Yuichiro Murai. Hello, Yuichiro. Welcome to the show. Hello. So... Welcome, and uh, thank you for yeah. staying up so late. I mean, actually, early in the morning in Japan. So, uh, first of all, to get to know you, uh, where are you from? And what did you eat when you grew up?
2: So, uh, my name is Yuchi I, uh, I grew up in Toyohashi City, Aichi Prefecture, uh, the city located in the center of Japan. Uh, our family didn't have a particular food ideology, Mm. I ate mother's home cooking dinner, and also I ate McDonald's hamburgers. I think, um, I grew up with a normal food culture family. Hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. And just to, uh. Uh, listeners have never been to Aichi Prefecture, uh, it's famous for uh, a very particular style of miso and soy sauce, and it's just the king of fermentation. So show you, you are a very lucky one. So, and then uh, you were born into a special family that has a long history of dealing with koji for over six centuries. So, did you grow up knowing that you would succeed to the family business?
2: Yes. Um... Uh, I don't feel that um, I made a strong decision to succeed in family business, and when I was growing up, uh, it came naturally to me that I would uh, succeed with the family business in the future. Uh, for example, uh, just as elementary school students became junior high school students, and junior high school students became high school students. so. I feel uh, very naturally, very naturally to me that uh, I will succeed the family business. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, right. Well, I never grew up in such a, you know, special family. <laughs> so probably sounds like it's a gradual preparation in your mind. Okay. And uh, so and after graduating from college in Japan, you went to the Thunderbird School business, a global management uh, is a business school in Arizona to earn an MBA. So why did you choose to study abroad? And did you expect that Koji would be uh, so globally popular? and
2: like we see now? I wanted to study abroad um, and also um, my parents strongly encouraged me to study abroad. Um, But um, when I studied abroad, um, that time um, I was um, 20 years old and so um, I was still a student and didn't have under did not have understood uh, my family business, not so deeply. The reason why I chose Thunderbird, uh, that my scores on the GMAT and TOEFL were not so high enough for the top schools, but uh, Thunderbird and Thunderbird had many uh family business many successors to family business from all over the world uh, to be honest um, i had a uh, not so strong motivation That be- because my parents were paying for my tuition and uh, i had the opportunity in front of me so um i might as well, study abroad.
1: Mm, right. I didn't know that Thunderbird had the kind of family business oriented uh, culture. So that's good to know. Um, okay. And so let's talk about Koji. So first of all, for listeners who are not familiar with Koji, what exactly is Koji?
2: Koji is a kind of product uh, made by um, growing Koji mold uh, on grains such as rice, wheat, or beans. And it is used in the production of traditional Japanese fermented foods such as miso, soy sauce, sake, and shochu. Mm. In the uh, production process of ferment- Japanese fermentation foods, uh, the Main role of Koji is to provide enzymes for fermentation.
1: Mm, right, so it's a mold and uh that, that's basically that's kind of uh intermediate to produce uh, anything more the fermentation is basically uh, converting starch add the sugar to starch and the starch to uh, alcohol co2 so that's the basic fermentation and koji is such an important role because i heard it the koji produces a lot of many different kinds of enzymes so that's why um, japanese fermentation is so dominant in japan about anything delicious
2: So, uh, so... Uh, for example, uh, it is said, said that um, Kogi, Kogi, uh produce um, more than 3,000 kinds of enzymes. Uh, for example, amirazole and protease. Mm. Mm,
1: right. And uh, uh, what I also heard, these different kinds of enzymes interact And then diversity creates that kind of very complicated umami. That's why um, I'm biased, but that's that's why Japanese fermented food is so Mm -hmm. delicious. (laughs) Okay. And uh, so koji originally came from China sometime around uh, 300 BC, I heard. But uh, it became a very unique ingredient to produce traditional Japanese foods. So what is the difference between Japanese koji and the original Chinese mold?
2: Japanese koji and Chinese koji are completely very very completely different. So um, I talk about uh, um, both uh, Japanese and Chinese koji have the uh, same role as enzyme produced enzyme maker and provider for fermentation. Uh, However, the shape of koji and the microorganisms used in koji are Different, uh, Japanese type koji is called uh, bara koji. Bara means broken into small pieces. Uh, in other words, uh, the microorganisms grow on each grain of rice, uh, remain in pieces, and when uh, each grain of rice is in pieces, and uh, it is uh, very easier for air oxygen to pass through mm. Therefore, um, It is thought that koji mold and uh, it's thought, um, oxygen-loving microorganisms uh, has grown on barra and that microorganism uh, is koji mold. Uh, In contrast, um, Chinese koji is called mochi koji, Mm -hmm. mochi meaning rice cake, Uh, and air and oxygen uh, Mm -hmm. cannot enter the koji, Um, so microorganisms used in Chinese koji is um, an air-weak bacteria. for example, um, kumonos mold.
1: Mm. Right. So the yeah, kumonos mold sounds like a spider web mold. Spider web. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Right. So basically, Japanese koji, uh, barakoji, likes oxygen, and Chinese koji doesn't like oxygen. So it can be completely different results but because it attracts different kinds of other bacteria to grow with it. So... It's, it came from the same place, but then because of the history and the method, each country developed Japanese koji, koji, is very different, which loves oxygen, and Chinese koji um, doesn't like more oxygen. So, yeah, so there's a different, like, people say Asian countries use koji, but we really should know um, Japanese koji and other countries' koji. Each country has different way to develop uh, how to use the koji mold. Right. Okay, so so when we say koji, we tend to mix up different forms of koji. So one is called, this kind of getting a, a bit geeky, but one is tanekoji, and the other one is generally called koji. So what is the difference between the two? Um,
2: tanekoji um, is the raw material used to make koji. Um, tane uh means seed in Japanese word. And koji mold uh spread it on grains are uh, the seeds to make koji uh called tane koji. Uh, to use uh I use uh another analogy. Uh koji is bread uh, and tamekoji is yeast added to it. And, uh, in addition, uh, I talk about, uh, Shio koji, mm. shio koji is uh, seasoning, uh, made by mixing koji and salt. Uh, if we compare this to something else, uh, if um, koji is vinegar, and then shio koji is dressing.
0: Hmm, <laughs> okay. Right.
1: Well, actually, yeah, shio koji, uh, we're going to dig into that later in um, deeper. But um, yeah, so tane koji uh, is, you know, when you see a picture of Japanese sake brewery at the brewing room, uh, the toji, uh, they sprinkle something over the rice, steamed rice, that's the tanikoji. Right? It's just uh, seeds, seed koji. And uh, usually when you, I mean, if you have breweries, something uh, is another stuff, but um, koji is just the uh, seed koji is just too powdery. Usually it's sold uh, already grown on grains. So that's why it's kind of processed. So uh, yeah, it's a very interesting way to say the koji, uh, seed is used, still like before processed, and the koji you hear often is a bread, and the shokoji is something else, even more processed. So it's a confusing words, but if you want to try, uh, listeners, to get to know koji, it's just a, b- a very important distinction. Tanekoji, koji. So, all right. So, so what kinds of ingredients can tanekoji grow on before it becomes koji? So, I know koji is often fermented with grains such as rice, barley, and soybeans to make products. But what does koji need to grow uh, and propagate?
2: Uh, When we make seed koji, we incubate it on rice. Uh, So, uh, we use uh, rice as a culture. But um, I have heard that. Uh, some other seed co makers uh, use meat um, as culture mm. for causing mold to multiply. Uh, they need oxygen, uh, moisture, and uh carbon, ha- carbon hydrates and minerals. Uh, Mineral carbohydrates and minerals uh is uh used as nutrients for koji. Mm. and um the uh environmental temperature uh, also affects the um, growth of koji.
1: Mm. Mm. right Yeah, so that's why typically when sake is made, being made, the temperature control, moisture control is very important to have the healthy growth of koji seeds. So, yeah, interesting. So as far as starch, um, the protein for the koji seeds to land on like rice or barley, then it can grow. But you can't kill them because the moisture and temperature have to be very accurate to grow them so okay um well this sounds very difficult and that's why your business has been so uh, long lasting for over centuries <laughs> but uh so so there are main, mainly three types of koji in japan namely uh yellow black and white koji so what are the difference between them
2: uh, okay um Yellow koji is mainly used to make miso, soy sauce, and sake. And um, yellow koji um, is named yellow, but uh, it seems to be uh, green. Um, So, and black and white koji are used in the Production of soju and Awamori, specialties of Kyushu and Okinawa regions in southern Japan. And
1: mm-hmm. So, by the way, uh, we had a special guest uh, uh, last week uh, talking about Awamori. So, mm. ah, okay.
2: yeah, Mori yeah, so is lovely. It. So, it's a great so point. So, is a, a kind of spirits made in Kyushu and Okinawa. So, right. and, and white koji for short and armory is named shiro, which uh, means whiter than black um uh, White Koji is uh, actually, uh, their color, that color is brown, and um, so, uh, and white koji I didn't know is that. An, um, <laughs> albino adminability of uh, black koji mm. hmm. um, and white koji is founded um, in 100 years ago mm. so the history of um, Shiro koji is not so long hmm. mm. and um, the you know, i talk about uh Biological difference of black and white koji or yellow koji. Uh, The characteristic of uh, white um, and black koji um, is uh, making a straight acid, or uh, so, and yellow koji doesn't. Create uh, straight acid black and phytokoji can create it. Uh, The reason for producing acid uh, is uh, to prevent shots from spoiling uh, during production uh, because. Shochi and armory. Mm. Uh, Shochi and armory is uh, made in southern Japan. So the climate is very hot. Mm. So mm, to control peh mm, for acid side mm, uh needed. Mm. So, and recently uh, some miso and sake brewers, uh, uh, miso and sake brewers uh, are interested in the ability of black and white koji to produce acid um, and try to use uh, black and white koji in the production of miso and sake
1: mm, interesting well it makes sense right because uh is really hot and but, humid yes. and you mm. need to kill extra germs that you don't need in the heat so that's why you need a black and uh the albino uh, white white koji and what i heard is that uh, White koji became, even if it's a uh, hundred years old only, uh, people like white koji because uh, I heard of black koji. If you use them, your distillery wall and your outfit and everything gets a uh, powdery, you know, black and you kind of get darker. So it's kind of messy. So that's why people started to use white koji because it's cleaner and <laughs> easy to take care of. Um, yeah. And actually, you mentioned, you know, some sake brewers started to use um, black and white koji. And I tasted white koji, Japanese sake, which usually is only made with yellow koji. But um, it was very clean and more citrusy and refreshing. So that's interesting. You can just now, um, we understand this whole chemistry of different koji. And seems like we can find more interesting products like more refreshing sake because of white koji. Hi. Okay, so uh, and you have very different kinds of clients. So you sell tanekoji to sake and shochu brewers and also to fermented food producers like miso and soy sauce makers. And uh, also you also sell koji to chefs as well, as well as consumers. So, Let's just discuss them. So first of all, let's talk about your brewer and food manufacturer clients, like miso and soy sauce. So I heard that you sell Koji along with detailed advice to them. So what kind of advice do you offer to your clients?
2: We you concentrate on the high volume clients, actually say, we Separate fee uh, from uh, product fee. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and usually, um uh, we also explain the characteristic of seed koji. And then we say it and we said, tanekoji. Uh, that uh, matches the characteristic uh, of the. Um, Products uh customers want to make and uh, the no materials and they are using and the characteristic of the uh factory equipment and the uh, manufacturing environment. And mm. Wait, so
1: well that's basically so if I wanted to make miso and then um I want to have a very sweet type of miso and then I want to make, uh, say, barley miso, mugi miso. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I have a very small uh, factory I just built and then mm-hmm. my environment is very cold. So it's like the different puzzles and you really have to combine and they're different from somewhere I live in Kyushu and they want to grow koji on rice and they have a big manufacturing uh, equipment. And they
2: want to make a salty one. So that's like completely, so, so. it's like a puzzle. <laughs> yes. So um, we are hearing that um client want to make, for example, uh client want to make uh, white type miso, and uh, the volume of uh, one batch making is, for example, uh, 1000 kilograms. Uh, or, um, one hundred kilogram, and, um, they want to make, uh, um, brown type miso, uh, white type miso, at uh, so, um so, and, uh, um, we, uh, choice, uh, that, uh, most, uh the, most are matching type, uh, seed Shidoko, koji
1: um. mm, right that must be based on um, 29th generation of knowledge you can't just start the business like tomorrow if I try so, so yeah and, that's uh, so, Kimulip
2: and we right. have um, more than uh, 3,000 uh, kinds of koji modes, and mainly use uh, 100 um, koji modes. For said,
1: mm. Mm, But then, if somebody wants to have a more specific one, you have to go into that or portfolio out of 3000. <laughs> right. Yes.
2: And um, when uh, we provide more uh, in depth consulting, uh, we generally ask uh, them to share with us the uh, data of temperature and moisture and so on. Uh, measured by uh, their factory well, the equipment mm. Mm. and uh, we look at those data and uh, we give, and we give advice for them um, in the past um, our staff used to stay uh, overnight stay overnight uh, at the customer's factory and co-work with them. Um, (laughs) But um, in these days, uh, we can consult with uh, by Zoom online from uh, remote locations. So um, I think uh, it has become a convenient
1: Mm, right, and uh, that means that you can have global clients too because you don't yes. have to go there. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, wow. Okay, and then I heard that uh, you work with top chefs all over Japan and the world. So how do your chef clients use Koji? Uh, could you give us some examples?
2: Um, I think uh, top chefs uh very free and open-minded. Uh, their imagination is very amazing. So um, we have a stereotype uh, that koji is made from rice, wheat, or beans. And we tend to think that soybeans is the beans used for fermentation. But um, for example, uh, they use coffee beans to make soy sauce. And chickpeas uh, to make miso corn to make sake uh, and other um, use uh, and, um, and um, they use that uh, we can not uh, imagine uh, they use their products as their original seasoning uh, as their sources source. Mm. In fact, um, we are more inspired uh, by their top chefs uh, free thinking and we are all, we also learning from them.
1: Mm. Mm, right. It's always better for very traditional products to be exposed to something um uh, very different environment and it's it's really welcome thing so i'm glad that you're seeing those things and uh yeah i want to know more about that um so you'll stay in touch and keep me posted so uh we'll take a quick break uh here and when we come back we'll discuss uh koji fermented coffee and other products made with koji so please stay with us Tribe Tribeca showroom is home to the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan. Stop by to view the exquisitely designed tableware and the wellish natural sharpening stones. They have a whole range of knife services, from repair and rust removal to reshaping and realigning. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the highest quality Japanese design to your table so you can experience the unparalleled quality of Japanese craftsmanship in your home or restaurant. For more
3: information, visit Corin.com. Hi! I would like to make a toast. Imagine yourself setting the table in mouth-watering colors and wares, wearing that beautiful apron that flows like a gown. Curating a playlist that evokes a loose limber atmosphere so you can dance while you cook your way into a world of play and mischief, sending a warm welcome to your guests. Dear listeners of Japan Eats, I am Mariana Velázquez, author of Colombiana, the cookbook, and I live by the ritual of the table. And that's why I created a line of hosting wear, Casa Velázquez, as an extension of my life, extolling that sense of home, retiring any critique of the moment, and fully embracing your cheeky, imperfect, unbridled self. Come with me to casabelazquez.co and reimagining your hosting essentials, so we can set the tone for your table and home. Casa Velasquez is a mutual supporter of Heritage Radio Network.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Needs on HRN Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host Akiko Teyama, and my guest today is Yuichiro Murai, the 29th generation of uh, Kojiya Sanzaimon, Kojiya Sanzaimon, based in Ito Prefecture, Japan. His family has been selling Koji products for what, last centuries, uh, since 1390. 13, Amazing. So, okay, so uh, let's talk more about how we can uh, use Koji. So for consumers, you have various products that look very easy to use. So one of them I am interested in is Kanso Koji. Uh, that's on your website. So what is Kanso Koji and how do you use it? Council
2: koji uh, means dried coach. Uh, it, uh, it used uh by adding water wo- water and um, the uh, uh I think uh the appropriate amount of water is uh twenty percent of the dry coach. And the coach uh used for various purpose such as uh, making amazake and miso hmm. and mm-hmm. I think um, it is a little bit uh, difficult for using making sake
1: hmm. mm. so but basically you once you rehydrate dried koji it gets reactivated yes. and yes. you can make wow I so I can do it at home if I if i want to make amazake that's a sweet sake <laughs> okay maybe i should try that um all right and then um so what is shio koji we mentioned it earlier but what is shio koji and how do you use it that's also available on your website by the way
2: Uh shio koji is a type of seasoning made by mixing salt and koji and it is used as sauce or um, marinate for vegetable, fish, uh, and meat. Um, and um, you can find many recipes of shio koji uh, on the internet. Um, the most famous recipe site in Japan has more than uh, 30,000 recipes using shio koji. <laughs> um, even if you... Don't understand Japanese, uh, but just looking at the pictures is very fun.
1: Hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, I I actually purchased a shigoshi in, in a neighborhood Japanese store in New York, and then it's just so foolproof. I just mixed it, left it, and then I marinated a couple, uh, like chicken or beef, and the next day, it dramatically improves the taste. So. It's just the power of koji, it's amazing. Okay, so um, so if I want to challenge myself, uh, can I try to use tane koji, or seed koji at home? And is it very difficult to propagate tane koji successfully at home?
2: Uh, I think um, it is very difficult to make seed koji at home. There are only six uh, tane koji makers in Japan. And if tanecoji is mixed with a small, if um uh, is mixed with a small amount of the bacteria, uh, not only koji but also other bacteria will grow together when uh koji is made. So, therefore, uh, very hygiene environment is required for seed koji production. Um. Uh, we make our shield coach um, is a controlled room as clean as a hospital operating room.
1: Mm, so just clean kitchen is not enough, so yes. I'm not going to try that. It <laughs> sounds dangerous. I, okay, and uh, on your Japanese website, I saw that you made uh, koji fermented coffee. So, could you tell us why you fermented coffee with Koji, and also what was the result of the experiment?
3: Uh,
2: So, uh, uh, certain uh, coffee bean researchers uh, approached our company, first of all. And it was, first of all, uh, it was a just idea. Uh, And uh, the Result of experiment: uh, Coffee brewed with coffee beans growing with koji mold uh, became uh, less bitter and more sweet tasting. But uh, making koji, making coffee bean koji uh, was very uh, time uh, uh, very time. Uh, so I think uh, it seems difficult to mass production now.
1: Mm. Mm. Right. But, um, well, actually I, I keep hearing about this uh, idea of fermenting coffee um, with Koji because, uh, for example, I heard that the World Barista Championship last year uh, that was held in Milan, Italy, uh, the contestant from Finland showcased koji fermented coffee and it was well recognized among judges i heard and uh, i have tasted koji fermented coffee and it definitely improved quality of the beans compared to the same beans that were not koji fermented and uh, that was an experiment they intentionally uh, didn't use the high quality coffee and uh, uh, i tasted it with um, a top uh, trainer at one of those uh roasters, big roasters, and she said uh, this koji fermentation can improve the status of coffee farms that are not benefiting um, you know have the highest status, like you know the market price, and then they're working hard but they're not recognized but koji fermentation can really raise the quality of what they make and uh, you know, while poverty also involved some kind of Koji, coffee farms, fair trade, all those issues are really associated with coffee industry, which is huge. So I think Koji can really support part of um, the yeah, coffee farm's efforts. So yeah, I hope you're gonna try again <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to ferment uh, coffee beans with Koji. Okay, and so Koji has become a community keyword globally, and there are now quite a few Koji-related communities outside Japan. So how do you predict the
2: future of koji so um as i talked about before so um, for so and um, holding chefs are um, very uh open mind ideas so i think um uh, great, poten- uh, great potential great potential um for future of Koji Uh, So, and very long-term Koji has been uh, regarded as uh, enzymes producer in production process. Uh, The important purpose of making Koji was to produce that target enzymes for making fermentation foods and in other um, in other words uh koji was not regarded as a food mm. Mm. concept making uh koji um uh, is uh providing good enzymes so the concept uh ko- koji um Regarded as food, uh, is spreading only uh, about ten years. Um, so, um, it is very short history. Um, the um, idea of so the concept of using koji in cooking is just started. Hmm. Interesting. Right. When when I grew up,
1: like I, I knew the word koji, but it was like I didn't pay attention. Nobody paid attention. And then there's a shiokoji boom and the Japanese people went crazy. That's why he said like 30,000 recipes on the web. But um, yeah, so I think also, like you said, um, the foreign chefs and uh, foreign foreigners, um, I mean, from, you know, any, there's so many that craft beer boom, craft, everything. The fermentation became very, very important term in culinary world. And also any food production. So, Koji is inevitably uh, getting attention. And like you said, it's an ingredient. It's not just a part of something that's been made, used to make fermented foods. It's uh, an ingredient. So, yeah, that's an amazing point. I, uh, I didn't notice that. So, okay. So, sounds like uh, we have a bright future of Koji here. Uh, so, what are your plans and dreams?
2: Uh, I would like expand the market for Koji. Uh, for expanding the market, uh, many people must uh, gather and uh, high-value products and service uh, must be provided um, to attract many people for Koji, uh, we need to spread the message that Koji is very fun and attractive, and um, for producing uh, high value, uh, I believe that um, art um, can give us great hints. Right. Yeah,
1: and like you said earlier, the only, believe it or not, only six Koji Makers. I mean, Goji, yes. uh mm. providers, which is unthinkable. So you have a big responsibility on your shoulders <laughs> to uh, make Goji more um, relevant, even more than now, uh, in the future, globally. All right, so can we buy your products outside Japan?
2: Yes, um, we have sent our products, Koji to more than 30 countries. At this time, uh, for uh, due to its, uh, situation for situation in Ukraine, uh, the transportation conditions are uh, um, unsuitable. Uh, but uh, we have sent our products to more than uh, thirty countries uh, for EU area and. Um, Northern and Southern America, Asia, and also Oceania.
1: Mm. Mm. Right. Okay, that's good news for listeners. Um and then where can we find your updates online and on social media? And you can give us your website. Oh,
2: sorry. Uh sorry, only Japanese social media. Uh, so I think uh, Twitter is very it is the best way to check my updates. Uh, please use red. I also use red for today's script.
1: <laughs> mm. So the uh, I looked up your Twitter and this Instagram and handles that's Kojiya Sanzaimon. It's Koji, K-O-J-I-Y-A-Y-A-S-A-N-Z-A-E-M-O-N, Kojiya Sanzaimon. And also, the uh, website is also store, and uh, it's in English, too. Um, and also, Depot, I, I didn't know this. This is a translation app. And so, um, yeah, you can uh, use a Google Translate and everything. But basically, I really like your website. It's very good uh, source of information. So,
2: and it's in yeah. a good way for catch up and in, uh, update information. Um, is using Twitter is I think the best and Kojiya Sanzaimon's account um, is Mark uh, K-O-J-I-Y-A S-A-N Z-A-E M-O-N Sorry, it's a little bit long um, but uh, please find other accounts on Twitter
1: Okay, right So Kojiya Sanzaimon Okay. And uh, yeah, I'll put the link on our website, the uh, show page. Uh, yeah, the San Sanzaima is really a very cool, classic, Japanese classic style name. So I like your yes. <laughs> name too. <laughs> right. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today, Yuchira. Thank you. So listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japan needs at heritage network.org or akikotayama.com. Japan Eats is a weekly program and is always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. Uh, Join today is Amen Benjamin and thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Japan Eats is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at Heritage Radio Network the old slash subscribe.